Welcome everyone to episode 110 of One Hour One Decision, 1H1D. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And we take 60 minutes and play a random game on Xbox Game Pass or one requested by people on our Twitter and decide, well, are we playing another SNES RPG? It sure looks like it, but I think this one was made pretty recently. <laughs> I think you're right. In this episode, we are talking about our Twitter poll winner, Chained Echoes, by one developer, apparently, Matthias Linda. This game came out back in December of 2022. This apparently had a um, a Kickstarter back in 2019 or something like that. So it's pretty interesting and pretty impressive, actually, when all things considered. I, I like so. it when Kickstarters get delivered. Yeah, that, that's true. That's an important thing that uh, anyone who's, who plans on doing that, please make sure you deliver on your on your said thing. But um, I play this on the PC as usual. And it was a paltry 795.63 megabytes. Tom, what about you? Uh-oh. Uh, it did come to Xbox a little bit later. Uh, hmm. And somehow along the way accrued an extra 300 megabytes because it's uh, 1.1 gigabytes on the Xbox Ooh. One. Got a little, got a little heft in yeah. the uh, Xbox world. I'm not sure about that, but maybe someone can explain that. Maybe Matthias can explain that to us. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll try to tweet at him and see what's what's the deal with that. But what kind of game is this? We already kind of hinted at the at this though. Yes, uh, I put turn-based RPG, and then in parentheses I put JRPG because that's what it's going to make you think of. But it was not developed in Japan. No, that's right. You're right. I I put SN. I mean, I I just wrote SN SNES style JRPG. And okay. funny enough, actually. I didn't. I didn't realize it wasn't developed, but by it by a. I wrote. I wrote this. What kind of game is it? Before I actually started playing the game, sure. and I was like, "Oh, this was not developed by a Japanese studio at all." So, no. Nope. Well, there you go. But speaking of which, what is this game loop? I have explore and battle to advance the story and level up your characters. Mm. Yeah. And you fairly, fairly similar. Take on turn-based battles while progressing the story. Yes. I can I concur. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And speaking of concurs, we got to figure out what we are liking about this game. Well, I think the 16-bit art style is well executed. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, again, for apparently someone that did this by himself, this game looks pretty good. Pretty dang good. Um, and it doesn't... I'd say it, it might even look a little bit better than Octopath. Yeah, I think um, it does. Because, like, I, I get where Octopath was trying to do with, like, the 2D style thing, mm -hmm. but, like, there's just some consistency to this that I liked more than I did with um, with Octopath. So, yeah, I, I think I think it, it, it does well. Like, yeah, like, it, everyone looked fairly different. Uh, I really like the, the, um, the mechs. The mech yeah. style, those are really cool. And yeah, the, the, the world in itself was, was I thought, it had a pretty good setup uh, overall. So it was, uh, it, was, it was fun to jump into this. And, you know, I've, we've clearly had a lot of people want us to play this game. And it was interesting just to check it out and see what the, what, what's, this, 
what's the whole deal? What's why is everyone so excited about this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since you know, at first blush, you go, it just looks like another one of these indie style games that yeah. you know that that there are a lot of on the uh, Game Pass. Oh yeah, uh, but this one definitely does stand out. Uh, one of the things that stood out for me is uh, there's humor. Yeah, right. Getting slapped by your mom, <laughs> and you, you touched was, on that as well. I did. I, I I like the fact that they made fun of the whole RPG trope of waking up. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you're waking up from your uh, your slumber. Like I thought, it was like, okay, it's like unnamed character probably doesn't have any lines, and well, your character speaks even though he doesn't have actual the voice acting, but he speaks, so that's that's good, uh, and. And then they immediately get slapped out of that uh, by a dolphin. No, 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 no yes. by a dolphin, an angry, angry dolphin. Uh, I think his name was Hein, H-Y-N-E, Hein. Yeah. So that was that was fun. It was fun to see like the like there are uh, and I, I might have put this incorrectly, but anthropomorphic is that it? is that the when there's animals that have human like characteristics or. Yeah, human anthropomorphic. anthropomorphic anthropomorphic okay yes the, 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 there was a mix of these kind of characters as well as as humans so it's like it was it was kind of fun to see that and again kind of gave me like flashbacks of stuff like chrono trigger and stuff like that where they had that kind of mix of styles of characters and stuff like that so that was fun that was fun to see yes um, uh speaking of chrono trigger the principal character when you start up his name is glenn uh frog aka glenn yeah. is my favorite character in chrono trigger so well done, Matthias. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he did that on purpose. That'd be cool. I definitely felt on purpose. Yeah, yeah, true. And th- I thought the music for what it was was pretty good. Um, it kept like you know during the battles it was engaging. And um, and speaking of the battles, the the overdrive mechanic I thought was um, added a layer of engagement in the combat which would normally just be you clicking through menus and stuff like that but like you're actually you know trying to get to a particular section so the overdrive system is basically uh there's this there's this bar that you fill up but there is a um a particular section of the bar which is green that you want to stay in throughout your entire battle system battle so that i guess you get more um not uh, your your attacks hit harder and, and stuff like that is that uh, and, and uh, your your mana effectively goes further because you're right. spending less mana you know to use your attacks your special right. attacks if you yeah. stay in that green zone yeah and then like if you go over it you you can you, i think you take more damage and you use more mana or is it tech I think they call it tech points here i think yeah but uh, yeah uh, you know yeah, for the, the same thing for modern. the uninitiated you know right, anyone, right. you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah, the, yeah but the like juju I, I, to make you make to do the special moves right right uh, but i i, I like that because then you you had to really think about what am i actually going to be doing in this particular uh sequence so yeah it, it definitely uh, changes the flow of battle and makes you go okay now i'm going to heal here or, yeah. I'm gonna, or I'm going to use some kind of support move, or maybe sometimes even certain attacks uh, yeah. will bring that bar back down. So it's it's interesting. It has each of these characters uh, play and what they do. So yeah, and there and yeah, there definitely. are lots of interesting and weird characters uh, both in the party is. and out of the party. So that's yeah. that was fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know really a spoiler because you finished it in the first hour, but essentially you you get to a point and 
your characters change. And yep. so that that happens, which, you know, can be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. But do you have anything else to talk about in your likes or shall we get to those dislikes? Uh, I just want to point out that this is a game. A lot of RPGs are like this. Pokemon is like this. And it's one of the reasons I enjoy Pokemon. But right. as you explore, you get rewarded for the exploration. So yes. if you go down the, the path, you're not supposed to go down. Maybe there's an item there. Maybe mm-hmm. there's somebody that you talk to and you get a little bit of lore. Like the world feels big and populated. True. Even though you are kind of on a linear path to, to advance yeah. the story. If you do those little branchy paths, you do get things that you can then use to heal yourself or, you know, little boosts and little yep. uh, tidbits of world building. Um, so I appreciate that attention to detail and and the rewards for my behavior, which is to always check all the branching pads <laughs> yeah. before advancing the main one. Lots of candy that I picked up. And oh, I also want to mention that I liked that they didn't do like the Final Fantasy route uh, or earlier Final Fantasy routes where you're walking around and you just have a random encounter. Like, yeah, I like that you can see your enemies and you can potentially even avoid them. Because I think like was a secret of mana kind of like that. And was Chrono was like that, too. Right. So, OK, so you could you if you wanted to avoid combat, if you wanted. And there was certain, yeah. like, I mean, obviously, there are certain areas where you would see people rush at you. But then it's like it's still not like you're walking along and then just the swirl happens and then yeah. you continue. So that was good. There was like that. I'm glad that they didn't go full uh, 16-bit yeah. RPG with that stuff. So good. kudos sure. to Matthias for that. So end of the kudos, Chris. Time to talk <laughs> of some smack. Yes. We need to talk smack about the game. And I have to say, I was a little confused about the leveling up system. Mm-hmm. It, I, I, they, they tried to explain it. And I was like, okay, so you can level, like you have these uh, grimoire shards that you can level up your characters, but then you could do things that can level up all of them at the same time. Or is it like, and I was like, okay. And then, and then on top of that, there was the, like, for me, I always get paranoid about, am I, am I going to level up the wrong thing? Yeah. Are you putting the points in the right place? Right. And that it's going to bite me in the ass later in the game where Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I didn't like, so I was supposed to put I, I just, it all in strength. Yeah, right. I was just like, so, so I was like, I, I tend to like hoard these things until like later on. And then I'm like, all right, and then I can level everyone up and yeah. go. When you, on. when you but, realize where your deficiencies are, right. You're like, okay. Right. Yeah. So um, what did you not like about this? Uh, I mean, no big surprise here. It is an RPG. There's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And as you mentioned before, there is no voice acting. So it is a lot of reading. Uh, which I, I, you know what would you prefer that they had the Charlie Brown Watt Watt during this or left no, it? How I think it was? I think because it is trying to mimic the way that the 16-bit RPGs were, mm-hmm. it makes sense to not have voice acting. There's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of reading in Pokemon. There's a lot yeah. of reading in in uh, Chrono Trigger. Like yeah, but it is something I think that people need to be aware of. You know, especially when we talk about how long something takes, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the whole premise of this show is, you know, we, you got an hour. So yeah. just be aware that you're going to be doing a lot of reading. Yep. Um, I, I know that you were talking earlier about all these tropes that you enjoyed. I kind of felt like it went a little too far with them. Mm. Uh, you know, like 
Some of them it did tongue in cheek, but then some of the stuff it, it wasn't tongue in cheek <laughs> at all. So like when, when your characters reset and you get these new characters, one of them is a secret princess. Like, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Secret princess and her, like, was he like a guard for her? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I, at least that I kind of liked where it was like, yeah. oh, this guy's just a guy. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's nobody special. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Well, like that the, we know of. Yeah, I guess that's right. Who knows? <laughs> He's also a secret princess. Right. Right. We got so many secret princesses in this game. Uh, there's a Why fair, not? right? All yeah. of these games open with the fair. That's like a that's pretty true. big trope in the RPG world. I yeah. don't know. It, it just felt like one after the other after the other for me. Yeah. But it started to get old by the end of the hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I saw your note about the follow me thing. You could you could touch on that. I I totally agree. That made that was like that made no sense to me either. So so this character comes up and meets your character, and then's like, okay, I, I'm going to lead you to, to where you need to go. And you're like, okay. And then the game gives you back control, and you're piloting your character, leading the right. way to wherever it is. <laughs> now. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. No. And and also, because you can change party order on the fly, yeah. right. like, why didn't the game just change the party order and made this guy the lead? And then you're still leading, yeah. right? I, I don't know. It was... That makes... It made no sense. Although I have to also point out, that was a cool scene, that whole battle sequence, like the whole yes. battle that was going on. Like, you saw those mechs flying around. It was That was a pretty cool scene in the beginning. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the game is surprisingly cinematic for yeah. for a 16-bit style definitely game. definitely um uh, but th I, things you didn't like yeah yes right i i, I want to say though uh i think you touch on this too uh while the overdrive system was cool like it i felt like the enemies had a ton of hp like I, like yeah. even like the the even the the little like flies that you had the fly with the boxing gloves i was like oh this is gonna be easy i'm like I'm like hitting it with every attack that I have. And it was still there. It was like, how much they had to have easily like two to 300 HP. And I, cause I was doing like 60 uh, or like the, the multi-attack things and stuff like that and hitting them with their weaknesses. And it's like, still they wouldn't go down after like three or four turns. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I didn't really like the way they represented their life bars. Like mm. obviously for your own characters, you have, numerical values sure. and you know exactly how much you have yeah and and i understand not giving me the numerical values of how many the enemy has i i understand that yeah but because the life bar was done in a weird way where it was like centered yeah. over the care the enemy character and it depleted from both sides it wasn't yeah. like a left to right sort of thing it's just it's unusual and mm -hmm. kind of hard to read so right. And you only saw it like after you made your attack, I think, too, right? Right. right. It wasn't on so. the screen all the time. So right. it just isn't a good interface, you know, for understanding how damaged the enemy is. Right. Right. Especially since it's a, a 16 bit style game. Like there's no visual cues outside of, you know, that bar. Yeah. that you have to see like, okay, this person's almost dead or whatever it is. So, yeah. So you know where to focus your attack, right? Like if yeah. you want to drop, take some enemies out of the, out of the battle. Yeah. And like most JRPG, JRPGs, quote unquote, there's a lot of characters and a lot of names to remember. Uh, 
that that can be a lot for me <laughs> to like especially get invested in into a new series and stuff like that that you have to be like okay i have to remember all these people's names but i will say because they have the the little art um the little portraits every time you have a conversation that does help at least kind of correlate to me like okay as opposed to just the pixel art thing so i'm yeah. like okay that, that that helps a bit in in turn like in terms of me kind of connecting so to speak to these characters so yes well speaking of connecting to characters <laughs> okay and this was a big one for me yeah what's with taking away my starting characters right after i got attached to them yeah uh yeah i mean maybe maybe they come back later i'm not sure yeah. but like if we play an hour of a game i play <laughs> i don't know 45 50 minutes with one set of characters and then they just get yanked away from you and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I spent all this it's time like getting to Thrones. like these characters. They were it's, they were sitting in my likes as like, well, I really like all these characters, and now they're gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I I I totally agree that that makes it kind of hurts. It kind of hurts when you do that. But I I think I like this a little bit more than the way that Octopath did it. It's mm. not that, and it's not that Octopath you, they took away characters. The thing that I, I you know I keep talking about this game, but like uh, I'm just comparing the game, the JRPGs. Yeah, yeah, they're play. they're similar in ways. Yeah, I get it. Um, like I, what well, thing I didn't like about Octopath was like how you would go, you're collecting your other uh, party members, but then when you go to like start their story missions, it's like it's almost like they they're like brand new or like or like your characters are not even there. It, it just felt like there was a disconnect that happened. Mm. Did you get to the next part after um, your new, your second set of characters? No, I, I don't the, know what you're talking about. Yeah, so. the, there's a third set of characters. That oh you, my god! You get to meet after that. So, so there's that. There's that, Tom. So you don't even get to know them for that long. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 that. That's genuinely absurd. <laughs> They're trying to introduce characters very quickly. I will appreciate that, that you're introduced to a couple of characters fairly quickly, but it can yeah. be a lot. It can be a lot for some people. I'd, I'd rather have a couple of very strong characters than a uh, hundred million characters. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Uh, anything else you want to bring up before we get to our other thoughts? Uh, no, I think I'm pretty good on the, the, uh, my, my cons. Cool. Right. Well, the other thoughts I have here is uh, this game does have Xbox Cloud saves, so you should be able to transfer your uh, progress progression from PC to Xbox and and vice versa. Um, our toilet compatibility factor, I've, I've I've gotten down to a two out of a five. I'm I'm doing a five scale. I don't know if ten ten might be a bit much. Ten's too but, many. Uh, ten might be too many toilets here, but two out of five. This game is cloud enabled, but it needs a controller which makes no sense to me because this game clearly screams touch controls. I just like it's it should be so easy to add touch controls yeah. to this game. There's not you don't use that many buttons. So it's like yeah, this is this is what do you need directional and a, like a accept and decline. Yeah. Exactly. You can play this on an NES controller. Yeah. But I mean, you know, without the need of a controller. But anyway, the point is that's a 2 out of 5 here. And how long to beat says a, if you mainline this game, it takes about 31 hours to beat and about 44 hours mixed, like doing some side quests here and there. 
So it's a pretty hefty game, all things considered, for, 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 for me, at least for me, a less than a gigabyte download. And for yeah. you, uh, just about a gig. Well, just a little bit more, but still not. All, it doesn't take up a lot of space on the Xbox, no. which is a, no. always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to just stipulate, and I think it's important to, you know, before we get into our outro here, our final yeah. decisions, is that, you know, with all story-driven games, an hour is not a lot of time to set up not only interesting world building, which I think that they do do here, yeah, but a main a mainline plot like the plot of your game, which maybe that isn't as well set up here because they keep jumping around between characters yeah. and things, but also your mechanics, yeah. which I think it does set up well. Mm-hmm. So like I think it does a good job of explaining what the world is and also like how to play the game, but this story it just kind of jumps all over the place. Mm-hmm. But two I out mean, of three in one in one hour. I, you know, maybe in two hours, once you've stabilized characters, maybe <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> they'll have all the, all the wheels spinning. But yeah, wanted Fair. to point it out before we move into the final. That is uh, that's a good point. And and again, all things considered, for a guy that developed it by himself, supposedly that's right? that's, that's, right. that's not I, bad. I, I, it's this is it's an impressive feat. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now though, Tom, we got to find out though, is this feat? That Matthias did, oh, so back in the day, I don't know, but since 2019, enough for us to keep this on our, you know, our, our systems here. But before we get to that, we wanted to let you know about a spectacular sponsor, Winner Winner. Winner Winner is a live arcade claw machine game available on Android and iOS, and it's 100% skill-based. Trust me, if you see me play my games, you know I'm not that great. And I still have won games on my first try. There's hundreds of prizes, even featuring gaming merch from Nintendo. Pick your prize from choices in your particular game or bank your earnings with tickets to redeem any other prize you want from their wide selection. And for all you lovely people listening or watching our show, you can get bonus tokens on your first app token purchase. Download and create your account, then use the link in the episode's description to enter promo code What It Do after you sign in. Check it out. It's Clawsome. Well, Chris, I will say I can 100% see why this was recommended to us. I can definitely see why it won the poll. I think the comparisons to the JRPGs of our youth are fair and warranted. I think this game does a very good job of capturing the spirit like mm-hmm. think about the way that we remember chrono trigger not like yeah. actually playing Cr- chrono trigger but the way that we, we remember playing it yeah. like i think this game does a really good job of of doing that and capturing that the heart of that um but unfortunately for me because they kept jumping around with all the characters <laughs> yeah. um i just didn't get invested in with the characters that i was playing with at the end of the game and uh, I mean, bad news for you, a uh, game is like, if I don't like the characters I've got when I put the controller down, you, it's going to be pretty hard pressed for me to pick it back up again. Mm. And, now, and, I, I, and I know that I'm going to, it's going to take a super long time for me to get attached to all of these characters. That, I don't know if I have a super long time. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, now, my question is, if, if the game continued with Glenn and oh, I forgot the other guy's name already, um, yeah, I think I would still be playing it. You would you would still be playing if it was just those guys. 
Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's it's because I need from a story based game. I need you to grab me into the like again. I enjoyed the mechanics. I enjoyed the world building, but I was not gripped by the plot yeah. in the hour that I had to get gripped by the plot. So. Mm-hmm. No, that did, makes sense. Did, did it did it do better with you, Chris? Let's find out. Well, the, again, I, like I I I, uh, I agree with what you said. The game definitely had something going on for it, and I can see why the folks were raving about this and saying this is a great game um, and all that all that fun stuff. But thirty two hours seems like a large time sink into a game like this, a turn based RPG, and. This is a game I see myself play more on my phone than on my console or PC uh, because it's just like I can. This is something I would like, you know, if, when I'm waiting for my kids to finish their whatever homework or whatever it is, like I can do that. Um, I, I might keep playing it, though, just to just to see if there is a, a point where the game's like, oh, OK, like it clicks where the, the story where like to your point, Tom, if the plot gets to an area where like oh all right this is really interesting because like you're right there there is there was an interesting setup and it's like is there a payoff to that setup yeah. how long do i have to wait for that payoff right so at, at what point does this game start firing on all cylinders right um and maybe maybe our listeners can let us know what that point is yes yes because those are our thoughts let us know what you think of this game follow us to say hello on twitter at tc1h1d or shoot us an email at tc1h1d at outlook.com and check out our next streams on twitch at twitch.tv slash 1h1d and if you're watching this podcast on youtube you know send us a comment down below let us know what's up with this game when does yeah, it get what's, good what's, what's yeah where when does it get good <laughs> <laughs> and as always 1h1d is part of the qtv network if you like gaming podcasts and other cool content check us out and all the other stuff there at quitthebill.com slash network you know tom we got to find out what we're playing next, don't we? That's right. And we go back to the tried and true. El surprise me button. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's not right. But here we go. Uh, What'd it be? E- evil is evil? the name of the game. Just like bad, like nasty. Maybe. Or like a village that is evil. Ooh, sinister. Sinister, Bill. Yeah, that's right. That is the next game we're going to be checking out. And we'll let you know what what our thoughts are for that one. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we will catch you on the next one. Thanks, everybody.